What's going on guys? Austin here and in this video of the extra point we are going to be taking a look at what my season record predictions are going to look like starting at week zero. That's right preseason. Zero weeks in. So let's start in the AFC. I have the Baltimore Ravens winning the number one overall seed in the American Football Conference. With a record of 15-2, and two, the Ravens are going to bludgeon the league with their elite overall running game, short passing game with their quarterback. They're going to have an underrated defense because they've got really good defensive players, but more importantly than that, they're going to have an amazing time of possession ability so that the defense always remains fresh. They're going to be making more plays than you'd realize. After that, I've got the Buffalo Bills just falling short. The Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens have a head-to-head -head matchup. I believe it's in like week four or five, somewhere like in the early, like the first two months of the season. If the Ravens can win that, I think they pretty much lock up that one seed. If the Bills win that, obviously that's going to flip. But I've got the Buffalo Bills who have a, an incredibly light schedule. The, these top three teams have a super light schedule overall. Ravens are the Ravens is a little tough because they have to play the Browns with Deshaun once they have to play the Bengals twice and they have to play the Steelers uh, and the Bills and the you know obviously Bills have to play the Ravens overall but other than that these teams are relatively relatively easy uh, to rank right there now the Kansas City Chiefs they play in a tough division just like Baltimore does so I have them taking a, a few more L's because I just I don't think they're as good as the Bills or the Ravens. Um, I really, I really wanted to put the chargers in above them, but I just saw a few too many wins and they ended up with the overall, uh, divisional tiebreaker. Cause I have them splitting in their head to head matchups. Uh, they're, but they're winning the West at 12 and five Tennessee Titans are winning the South. It's not going to be the Colts. I think the Titans are going to be better this year than they were last year. Cause they're getting, they're going to get Derrick Henry back. And while they don't have A.J. Brown, they're getting back Robert Woods and they're getting Traylon Burks, two wide receivers who I think uh, are worth more overall than A.J. Brown and Julio Jones were. Plus, they still have uh, a very good defense. They drafted a couple really good defensive players uh, in the later rounds, and they have one of the best bring-it-together coaches in the NFL in Mike Brady. With the first Wildcard team, I've got the Los Angeles Chargers. You see, I've got them tied for the same record as the Kansas City Chiefs. I wanted to put them above them. Couldn't couldn't find a way to do it. But the five seeds, the Chargers, they've got they've got an elite player at every level. They've got an elite quarterback. They've got two elite offensive linemen. They've got uh, an elite receiver. They've got uh, an elite running back. Tight end is for want, but, I mean, you know, you can only have so many weapons. Uh, and then on the defensive side, they've got an elite pass rusher in Joey Bosa. They've got an elite edge linebacker in Khalil Mack. I really thought they were going to draft Devin Lloyd, uh, the linebacker out of Utah, to give themselves an elite run run stopper, but they didn't. So that's there's still a weakness there on the team. Khalil Mack can help that a little bit. Uh, but then they have an elite cornerback in J.C. Jackson, Plus, they've got Asante Samuel Jr. still, and I loved him last year on this team. And let's not forget, one of the best safeties in the NFL in Derwin James. This team at 12-5, and five, it feels criminal that they're going to be a wild card team, but that's how the cookie crumbles. At the sixth seed, I've got the Cleveland Browns. Their, their first six weeks, 
they could easily go six and zero and not surprise anybody. It's likely that they go four and two, but three and three is still manageable. Okay, they're getting Deshaun back for game number twelve. I believe that's going to be week thirteen. I have them potentially ending the season on a six-game winning streak because their two tough games are at home and their four road games are mad easy. Right, eleven and six. It's not crazy, but I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna end the season on a hot streak, and I think that they make the playoffs, not even as the seven seed, but as the six seed. And then coming in at the seven seed, so many people are wondering, you know, who's going to make it? Is it going to be the Dolphins, the Broncos? Is it going to be the Raiders? Well, it's going to be the defending AFC champions, the Cincinnati Bengals. You forgot about them, didn't you? Cincinnati Bengals, so the AFC North is seriously going to represent this year, uh, getting three teams in. The Cincinnati Bengals coming in at 10 and seven. I actually think that they are a better team this year than they were last year because their defense is basically the same. Their offense is going to be more cohesive unit and their offensive line is seriously upgraded. The only difference is I don't think they're going to have the swagger this whole season that they started last season with. And so, you know, for that reason, I have them winning one regular, one extra regular season game, but you know, they're not going to win the division because well, the AFC North is stacked, and last year, you know, Lamar got hurt. Lamar was going to win the AFC North until he got hurt, but Cincinnati Bengals popping in at 10-7, and seven, squeezing into a playoff spot. It's a lot better than most Super Bowl losing teams tend to do. Now, let's move into the NFC. I've got the Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, with the number one overall seed. I have them as the number one overall seed because I think they improved uh, dramatically in two fashions. One, I think they got smarter on defense and I think they filled a weakness, right? So last year, their problems were linebackers and safeties. And this year, their problem defensively is now just safeties because you had Aaron Donald down low and you had Jalen Ramsey out back. But in the middle of the field, there was no one really stopping the run. And that was something that the Rams had issues with, is that they were not a physical football team defensively. And it's crazy to think Aaron Donald didn't have a physical defense. Well, no, not overall. That whole run defense, that they gave up a lot of yards, especially to teams like Tennessee and the 49ers. That's the reason why they lost three regular season games to those two teams, as well as a regular season game that they lost to the Packers. They could have had a much better regular regular season record if they wouldn't have been so porous on that run game. But now they have Bobby Wagner, arguably the smartest defensive player in the NFL. One of the five or six best middle linebackers still in the NFL. I think he's 31 years old. He's slightly past his prime, but he's still in that realm of defensive play where he can make a difference on a team that doesn't need him to be the best defensive player that doesn't need him to be the second best defensive player, but they just need him to be the smartest and the third best defensive player on the team. Other than that, Cooper cup and instead of half a season of Robert Woods and half a season of Odell Beckham, we're getting Cooper cup and presumably a full season of Allen Robinson. I think that lends to a more, uh, cohesive team. It's more balanced. Allen Robinson is a great jump ball receiver. Cooper Cup is a great route runner. And Van Jefferson is a great speedster. Cam Akers is going to be here all season. It's still going to be a running back by committee overall. But offense is good. The defense is good. And both should be better than they were last year. 
Green Bay Packers, I have again with another excellent regular season. It's not to say they're not going to have a good postseason, but the Green Bay Packers are going to have, in my opinion, the best, if not, you know, top three best defense in the NFL. They're going to have Aaron Rodgers, a great running game, and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And I think they've gotten enough enough depth at wide receiver for him to still make sure that they're putting up enough points. I don't think there's enough to be said about the job that he's going to have to do, but I also don't think that there's enough to be said about the job that I'm very confident he is going to do. Hear me out. Three seed in the NFC. I have the NFC South New Orleans Saints winning this division at 13 and four. This is an excellent football team. They have a decent schedule. They get to pencil in four wins between the Panthers and the Falcons. I'll say they split with the Buccaneers because so far in the Tom Brady era, they've swept them. But if you want to say they split, you know, one win versus another, that's fine. There's no reason to suggest that they won't sweep them again, but there's only one division loss right there and five division wins. That's a, that's a heavy start for the Saints. They've got Tyron Matthew in the secondary. They've got Marcus May in the secondary, and they've got Marshawn Lattimore in the secondary. They still have Cam Jordan up front, but their offense, their offense is going to be the most unstoppable offense in the NFL. Why? Because they are balanced, unbelievably balanced, right? They have one of the best offensive lines in football, and halfway through the season, they're going to get back Tyler Linderbaum, who, the rookie who got hurt, and he's probably going to be around, uh, coming in around week 11 or 12. But for running backs, they still have Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. They have zoom and boom again, right? Then on the wide receiver position, remember last year, their number one option was Marquez Callaway. Their number one option this year is probably going to be the rookie Chris Olave. Their number two option is probably going to be Michael Thomas. If he plays, it looks, it's looking like he should play, but who knows? The number three option is going to be Cleveland's number one option from last year, Jarvis Landry. And their number four option is going to be Marquez Callaway. So their wide receiver one from last year becomes wide receiver four. I cannot stress enough how that, coupled with the fact that Jameis Winston is going to be coming back healthy. Again, it's his first career injury. He had a lot of time to rehab this one. They are going to be a force to be reckoned with. And my last seed, or my last, not seed, but my last division winner is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think the Cowboys have it. They lost Lyle Collins. They lost Tyron Smith. Two offensive linemen. The two best offensive linemen. Uh, no, it's not Zach Martin. The best and the third best offensive lineman on this, on this offensive line. They are losing Amari Cooper. And believe they're losing Michael Gallup. They're going to have CeeDee Lamb and I can't remember who the other wide receiver was that they're keeping. But it's, it's not looking great for the wide receivers. They still have Dalton Schultz, who's good. The defense is looking better, but they still haven't addressed the fact that they can't stop wide receiver ones. They're losing Randy Gregory, who was their best pass rusher last year. That coupled with the fact that Philadelphia got significantly better. They drafted Jordan Davis. They drafted the linebacker out of uh, Georgia. I can't even think of his name. Probably the best linebacker that was in college last year. 
So now they have a markedly upgraded defense. They also picked up James Bradbury from the uh, from the Giants. So now they have another starter at every level on the defense. Plus, oh yeah, now, by the way, same thing, dropping down the depth chart at wide receiver, they get A.J. Brown coming in. So now Devonta Smith is going from the number one to the number two. Everybody dropping down that list. They have a, a healthy set of running backs, and they should be running running back by committee. And another year of Jalen Hurts, this is going to be his first year going from one season to the next, staying in the same offense. So they should be better. They're going to bludgeon teams in the run game, and they're going to be one of the uh, stronger defenses in the NFL, probably top 12. So I have them winning the East at a record of 12 and five. My first wildcard team is going to be the Saints at 11 and six. Um, this year I have, I have the NFC just going 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. I think it's 10, 10 or 10, nine, uh, wins. It's, it's, uh, interesting the way that it worked out, but I went through every game of the season and I picked every game based on, you know, the matchups, the, the skill position, the week, the buys, things like that. You know, when teams tend to peak, when teams, you know, tend to, you know, have lulls. But I've got the Minnesota Vikings. They are a very good team. They're coming in as the five seed in the NFC. I wanted to have them with a few more wins, but I just I, I can't see it not in year one at least. They have an amazing array of offensive weapons, but their offensive line is still weak and their defense overall is still weak. They drafted Lewis Seen uh, out of Michigan. No, not uh, Michigan. They drafted uh, Lewis Seen, I believe, out of Georgia. Um for their secondary, uh, he's a safety hybrid type of player, um, and they still have they still have Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. So this team is going to be very good. They have now at the six we have the San Francisco 49ers, arguably one of the best teams in the NFL, one of the best overall rosters. Uh, they have, you know, arguably the best the best pass rusher, arguably the best tight end, arguably the best linebacker, arguably the best offensive lineman you know, arguably the best, you know, offensive weapon overall gadget guy in the NFL, plus an elite head coach who can just scheme running backs into any position that they want. The problem is, is that they start out with a few easy games, but they have a rough middle patch of the season where they have to go up against some serious competition. I think the worst of them is going to be the Arizona Cardinals because they have to play like the Rams and Buffalo and Tampa. Um, I think they have to play the Saints in that stretch somewhere. These are going to be rough games. And Trey Lance at quarterback, I don't think he'll be bad. But the problem is, is that rookie quarterbacks tend to have well, – not rookie quarterbacks, I guess, because he's been in the league for a year. But young quarterbacks tend to have um, weaknesses that can be exposed and look for that to happen in the middle of the season. I think they're going to start out hot, and I think they're going to end hot. But they're going to have a few bad games in the middle of the season where they might go, you know, two and, two and four, you know, one and three. And then my seventh seed, I have the Washington Commanders. Uh, Washington, I at first I had them, I predicted them to win the division, you know, as soon as they dra uh, traded for Carson Wentz. But then the draft happened, and they and they drafted Jahan Dotson, and I didn't feel great about that draft pick. Um, I think it was kind of a reach went where they were at the 15 or wherever it was. Um, Philadelphia got markedly better, just overall. Um, but I still, I still couldn't have them not in the playoffs. They're better than Dallas. They've got a better quarterback than Dallas. They've got a better wide receiver one than Dallas. They've got a better front seven than Dallas, which is crazy to hear. And at this point, their offensive line is, is about equal. Um, 
just overall in the NFC. Um, there's a few teams that people might might think have a chance that I really don't see happening, like the Cardinals. You know, are, am I really going to have them missing the playoffs? I am. Um, other than that, I think I think this is going to be the best outlook for the NFC. So this is what it looks like in total, one through seven on each side and the records, both one and two seeds. I have winning 15 and 14 games. You'll see that the NFC overall has a better record. That's because I think the NFC at the top and middle is a better team than the AFC is because the AFC has a few stacked teams. What I would call, see those top six teams, I would call these the stacked teams. Um, although take out Tennessee, actually. So they're, you know, their top five teams are stacked. And then after that, it just gets very, very average. Whereas in the NFC, I think the stacked teams are unbelievably stacked. You know, the Rams, Packers, Saints, Eagles, Vikings, 49ers. I could, I could, I could easily see them all winning the Super Bowl. Um, you know, just their style of play. They all have an X factor. Um, the commanders, I can't see it. And then after that, I think the NFC has a market drop off. They all get pretty bad. The Cowboys, somehow they're going to find a way to go 500 like they always do. Um, but other than that, that's how I see the conferences shaking up. Let me know what you think. Where did I have your favorite team at? Um, otherwise, be sure to like and subscribe and let me know what you think in the comments down below.